This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Brady Cannon and his best bets. Let's get some winners this week. Brady again, former Westgate Superbook NFL handicapping champion back in 2011. So he knows the landscape here. And a lot of, lot of teams coming off of buys this week. It'll be interesting. I know that uh, Randy McKay certainly studies those uh, heavily as well. Let's get to it right there in one of those teams. And that is the Carolina Panthers hosting the Houston Texans battle of Highly drafted rookie quarterbacks in Bryce Young and uh, C.J. Stroud. Again, Houston, a three-point favorite at Carolina, Brady. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, six teams on a bye last week, and I think that creates a lot of handicapping opportunities for teams coming out of the bye. And actually, a couple of different situations present here in this game between the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. And if you look at the Houston Texans, they're on a little bit of a roll going into their bye. They, uh, the season win total on this team prior to this season kicking off was six. They're already halfway there. They've got three one, uh, three wins due to the Houston Texans. So they go into that break probably feeling a little bit fat and happy, maybe go on vacation a little bit. They've accomplished a lot. They've had a lot of success. So those are teams I like to bet against coming out of the bye. When they when they go into that break, you know, on a roll with some, uh, some momentum and some confidence, the, the, the break is kind of the worst thing you can do to them and, and stop all of the good that is going on for that club. In addition, the Houston Texans, before they went into that bye week, they won outright as a home underdog, and now they are cast in this game as the road favorite. Another bad situation there. Conversely, for the Carolina Panthers, they go into the bye week struggling, yet to win a game this entire season. I like to bet on those teams when they come out of the bye week because there's nothing better for those teams than a pause, a stop. Okay, guys, let's shut this down. Let's reset. Let's refocus, regroup. You know, and they've even gone as far as getting a new play caller involved there. Frank Reich no longer going to play the calls or call the plays. So I think there's going to be some new wrinkles in this game plan. They're changing the strategy. They're trying to do everything they can using this week off to try and get a victory. So, you know, it's a different situation for these teams going into the bye. One kind of going in hot, one going in real cold. And I think it tends to flip when you come out on the other side. I mentioned the out outright win as a home dog into the role of road favorite. So a lot of different situations here in this contest that favor the Carolina Panthers, in my opinion. So I took the Panthers, the winless Carolina Panthers, by the way, winless teams coming out of their bye week, 30 and 11 against the spread. So I'll take the Panthers plus the three points. 30 and 11, nearly 75% uh, for, again, Carolina coming off the bye. And that's the same philosophy that Randy shares as well, as far as, you know, not crazy about teams going in on a roll into their bye and some teams maybe to, uh, to kind of fix some things up and get some players healthy. 
All right, the Chicago Bears. And now we have at least seen the uh, the first start uh, for Mr. Bajant, Bajant, Bajant. I've heard it pronounced <laughs> every different way. I, uh, I wish we could uh, move on from, uh, uh, you know, labeling him a D2 quarterback, da 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 but I do love the narratives. I like to fade narratives and yeah, keep demeaning it. Uh, keep, uh, you know, kind of uh, knocking him down or selling him short. Guy can play. And uh, I saw that in his, uh, in his preseason game. And so did the Bears by making him, elevating him to the QB2, the backup quarterback behind Justin Fields. Certainly a lot different from Justin Fields. Gets the ball out ultra quick. Fields more of a, 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 more of a running threat. So my best bet last week, so I'm high on Mr. Badgett um, for the Chicago Bears after the easy win against the Raiders. Now they go to the West Coast to take on the, tell me if you've heard this before, underachieving Chargers, uh, <laughs> maybe. So the Chargers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Bears. Yeah, Jimmy, this was the biggest discrepancy when I crunch all of my stats and, and come out with uh, what I think the line should be in the game. My average number had the Chargers favored by just 3.3 points. So over a five-point difference from what the actual line was. And if you look at these two teams, the Los Angeles Chargers have really been kind of on the decline. The Minnesota Vikings and Las Vegas Raiders, they allow those teams, they escape with victories against both of those teams, despite allowing those teams chances in the fourth quarter. If you remember Brandon Staley choosing to go for it on fourth down in his own territory against both of those teams, and somehow the Raiders and the Vikings are not able to capitalize. The Chargers escape with a win. Then they lose to the Dallas Cowboys. They're hammered by the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you look at the Chicago Bears, now I, I know they're not a great team, but they've been kind of going the other direction. Uh, they were competitive for a long time against the Denver Broncos. They crushed the Washington Commanders. They were competitive against the Minnesota Vikings despite turning the ball over a number of times. And then they go out and beat the Las Vegas Raiders. So I think you have, and like you say, the underachieving Chargers, it's starting to show up in real time here. Uh, they're poorly coached. I think Justin Herbert is off, and I don't think it's just the finger. Some, something is wrong. He doesn't look like the usual Justin Herbert. Maybe it's the absence of Mike Williams. I'm not quite sure. The defense is awful, and that's one reason why you know I'm okay backing a Chicago Bears team. Not only are they kind of trending in the right direction versus the Chargers going in the wrong direction, the Chargers' defense allows teams to hang around in games. That's why they have all these close games because they can't. Their defense can't get any stops. They can't put anybody away. The back door is always open. I, I think this is just way too many points. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Bears found a way to win this game outright but probably another three, four-point game for the Chargers here. So I'll take that boatload of points there. Even some nines may be still out in the market, but eight and a half is plenty on the Bears, in my opinion. So, Brady, if it's eight and a half right now uh, with uh, Bajant, Bajant, uh, whatever, the, what, is, what would it be with Fields? Well, you know, initially I made it a three-and-a-half-point downgrade from Justin Fields to Bajant, but... You know, maybe it's not that big of a downgrade. No, it's I, not. Yeah, no, I, I, I certainly adjusted that in my rankings. I upgraded the Bears a little bit, not only off of their performance, but adjusted my quarterback discrepancy there between the two as well. 
you know, I, I would say it, it looks like maybe a two and a half point adjustment at the most. So if Fields was in this game, I could see the Chargers being six, six. or six and a mm-hmm. half. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. a big difference. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a touchdown swing, right? Yes. The other side of seven. So, no, yes. I. And, and the other thing about this game, Jimmy, that, that scares me a little bit, but not I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you could see, you know, the, the coming out party for Tyson Badgett and, and everybody, you know, going yah, yah, rah, rah over the Chicago Bears and they regress a little bit this week. That could happen. But again, like I explained, the Chargers defense just allows teams to hang around no matter who they are, really. They just cannot put teams away uh, because of that defense, really. And, and so I see the Bears being able to hang around in this game. And like I say, possibly they'll probably have a couple chances to win it at some point. Well, certainly Justin Fields, and boy, you forget too, he is a big guy too yeah. for how elusive and athletic he is. Okay. He's a real, so he's bigger, stronger, faster than Badgett, but Badgett gets it out quicker. And what it does, it allows your passing game to grow, to build rhythm, you know, to build cohesion when he is. I mean, nobody goes into practice and breaks, you know, in practice, you know, all right, let's, you know, I understand, you know, break off their routes, but I mean, Fields, you know, as long as he's going to hold the ball and just become playground, it just doesn't allow your passing game to grow. And so I think there's going to be – he has some limitations. Once he gets a number of starts, then there'll be a thing where the defenses will cheat on some things that he can't do. Can he throw, you know, that 20-yard out on the line where you got to – you know, you got to guard him, you know, from hash mark to hash mark or hash mark to opposite sideline. So we'll see, but I can make a strong argument that – Badgett might be better than Fields against in certain matchups. I think it's yeah. that tight. So. Yeah, no, I, I I see what you're saying. You know, I mean, they are obviously different style quarterbacks, and and styles make fights. So yeah, there, there's you know certain times when Fields might be the guy, and and right. who knows? We'll learn probably a lot more about Badgett this week. But but I don't disagree with you. I see what you're saying. The other thing is, you know, any quarterback, and especially a young quarterback, is greatly aided by a good running game, and the Bears really did it on the ground to the Las Vegas Raiders. And really, if you just look at the stats, the Raiders have a better defense than the Chargers. So I expect the running game to be a big asset uh, for the Bears and Tyson Badgett once again this week. I think he's going to be fine, and I'll still take, you know, where the, you know, maybe it's bumped him a little bit, you know, with his performance last week. I think it's still got a little ways to catch up. So uh, we'll see. Maybe like the, to make an analogy, Colorado against TCU, I still thought they had a little catching up to do against Nebraska. And we saw that uh, in game two. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. All right, one teaser to uh, this week for Brady and your top three picks. All right, uh, games are Denver uh, is um, Denver. I'm sorry, Denver hosting Kansas City. Second time in three weeks that they will play. Kansas City minus seven against Denver. Detroit minus eight and a half against the Raiders. That one is in Detroit. You're going to tease them both down looking at a Kansas City, Detroit, Kansas City minus one, Detroit minus two and a half teaser this week. Yeah, first of all, you've got two very good teams taking on two pretty poor teams. Maybe, you know, a couple of the worst teams in the AFC, certainly. And I'll start with the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is somewhat competitive. I, you know, Denver's offense 
is really not all that bad. Certainly average, if not a little bit above average. But that Kansas City defense, it's odd to be talking about that Kansas City defense. Usually we're talking about their, you know, electric offense. But that defense is absolutely a very good unit this year. And we saw them hold the Denver Broncos to just eight points, like you said, just a couple weeks ago when they met on, uh, I believe that was a Thursday night game. Um, but Denver, if they can get any offense going here at home, I wouldn't be surprised if this game is competitive. But I just don't believe they have enough to overtake the Kansas City team altogether and get an outright win. I'm not real comfortable laying the full seven points here. Like I say, I think Denver can stay within that number very possibly. But Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Denver Broncos in his career. And I think that continues here. I, I think you just have probably right now the best rated football team in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, one of the teams, the bottom feeders in the AFC. Kansas Kansas City just seems to own this team, and I think they'll continue to do it. They'll do it with defense. Denver's defense, not very good. Kansas City will be able to exploit that on offense. And rather than lay the whole seven here, I'm basically just asking Kansas City to win the game. So I'll tease them down to minus one. And then, as you say, pair that with the Detroit Lions. And Jimmy, you know this. Any good team, any professional athlete doesn't like to be embarrassed. And the Lions were embarrassed last, last week against the Baltimore Ravens. And typically when athletes are embarrassed, they bounce back in a big way the next week. And I love what the head coach, Dan Campbell, has come out and said. He said, hey, our team was on a little bit of a high. We were feeling ourselves a little bit. And this is good that this happened to us. A good wake-up call. And I guarantee you, we'll come out better on the other side and focused with energy. And I, and I, I completely believe that. You know, it's week in and week out. Dan Campbell seems to say the right things, and I think he's right once again, and I believe they will absolutely come out storming out of the gates at home on a Monday night against a clearly inferior team, and the Raiders, not only are they inferior, now you've got dissension in the locker room. Players are starting to call out the coach uh, for his old school tactics. He doesn't have any creativity in the offense. He continues to make just asinine decisions, kicking a field goal last week. I mean, there was the one a few weeks ago when it just blew everybody the, the away. The Steelers game. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. game. And, and then he Twice, follows. Twice, Brady. Right, right. Yeah. And the first one, I can give him a little bit of a pass. The second time in the Steelers game was, right. you know, just ridiculous. And then he pulls it off again against the Chicago Bears. He's down 18 points at like the five or six yard line and kicks a field goal to go down 15. What, what good is that doing you, Coach McDaniels? Nothing. You basically scored six points against the Chicago Bears in that game. They score a late touchdown in garbage time that right. didn't even matter. This team is pathetic and, and, and they have internal problems. So the Lions, really on a, on a bounce back upswing situation the Raiders continue to spiral down I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit uh, covered the traditional point spread but I'll go ahead and pair them here with the Chiefs and ask them to just win by a field goal or more one of these little things it's one of the little things too but for a long-suffering uh franchise so when's the last time they hosted on Monday night I mean, you know, it's, they used to uh, be the kings of Monday night, right? Remember that? <laughs> it's so yeah. it's 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 been a it's been a while. I don't, I don't know if Dan Campbell, a Dan Campbell team, has hosted uh, on Monday night. You know, they oh yeah, they have they have uh, we've suffered the, through them and forced us, you know, to uh, to interact with our families on Thanksgiving for so many years. <laughs> but um, but again, with this one, uh, I don't know, just maybe a little extra juice. You know, for the home t the hometown yeah. team sold out uh, the whole season, so maybe a little extra 
uh, for the Lions in that spot, you know, on uh, with playing in a standalone game. So we will see. Detroit minus two and a half, Kansas City minus one teaser that's available uh, right now at Bet Rivers. All the numbers uh, that we quote are current numbers at the time of the recording available at Bet Rivers. For Brady Cannon, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.